Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Beyond the Smile, Real Talk with Real People. I am so excited to be launching season two. And as you can see, I have a co-host. So, Miss Co-host, you want to introduce yourself to the folks? Hi, everyone. I'm Melissa Jean-Charles, or otherwise known as Melissa number two, or, <laughs> or M2. So super excited to be joining M1. Uh-huh. Yes, the M&M twins here. We are ready to dive in. So um, what what was it about wanting to join the podcast that like really kind of excited you? I mean, aside from having a scheduled time to a consistent scheduled time of speaking with you, <laughs> um, I think that, first of all, I loved the first season. I really, mm -hmm. really, you know, had some really good takeaways from mm -hmm. the interviews that you had done. And when you had reached out to me and said, you know, I'm looking to do with a, a, a co-host mm -hmm. and also, you know, want to broaden, you know, what, you know, expand upon what you had mm -hmm. initially mm -hmm. had done. I really like the idea because I, I really truly believe that, A, I'm a podcast junkie. So it was, <laughs> it was fulfilling one of my fantasies. Uh -huh. um, and two is that it's a really good form to, for people to access additional information, to get some mm -hmm. ideas mm -hmm. and whatnot. And also you were looking to really reach out to a, a larger group of people mm -hmm. and being a woman of color and mm -hmm. given the fact that I, you know, I think I can bring a different, I like to say like a lens, you know, I always tell my clients, uh -huh. I'm like, it's your contact lens, right? So yeah. like, which, mm -hmm. which contact lens are you wearing? So it's adding another, it's adding another contact lens to your, mm -hmm. um, to your programming. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's really well stated. And I think in going through season one and, you know, people went through the pandemic and they learned to bake bread and, you know, they started all these recipes and I was like, well, I'm going to start a podcast. Like, why not? That was Love my it. pandemic experience. Yeah. But I think going through that, whereas I think um, I still get a lot of really good feedback and I had some amazing guests. You were the mm -hmm. first guest on the season one. Yeah, thank um, you, thank you is that it was very very centered through the lens of helping professionals we had right. coaches we had doctors there was a nurse yeah. a lot of clinicians and you know in retrospect those topics they impact everybody and yeah. it's not just helping professionals that put on the makeup you know make sure the lipstick's perfect not that i did that before we hit record right. and you I know and then walk and then walk out the door and put that yeah. smile on and just yeah. you know pretend to the world so yeah. i think that was my biggest takeaway from yeah. the first season first that i had a lot of fun and interacted yeah. with a lot of amazing people but yeah. yeah that there's so many more people so that many. we could have a an impact on and to have the dynamic of our personalities uh, you know i've known yeah. you for what three years two three oh years my goodness. i know can you believe it season one season one of covid <laughs> Season one of COVID, yes, we met teaching, you know, virtually at a university and, uh, you know, and it was written in the stars since that really? you'd be sitting here today. Yes, yes. So, all right, so some rapid fire questions, like, okay. let's, like let the folks um, get to know us a little bit more who maybe not have listened to season one, and then we'll kind of okay. go over, like, what are some of the topics we were going to cover and... Yeah. you know, 
welcome any comments that people have. So, all right. So if you could describe yourself in one word, don't you love these interview questions? I know. One I, word, what would it be and why? One word? Oh my goodness. You know, I, I can I, I, can I cheat and just do a phrase, please? Okay. If okay. you must. A spinning class. A spinning class. Yes. Okay. So story time. So I had a client who went on a date and uh -huh. she's very, very energetic. And uh -huh. I guess the individual who the guy that she was on a date with, you know, said to her, you know, being with you is like taking a spin class. And I just thought that was the best description because it can, a spin class is super fun, right? It will depend. Totally. Love depends, spin. Depends Love spin. Instructor, right? Okay. Well, but super true fun. True story. It's true a party. Story. It's a party on a bike, right? <laughs> that could be considered inappropriate, but let's just, just work with me. Work with me right now. So the party on a bike, but you get a good workout and mm. you feel refreshed, but you also mm sometimes really exhausting and you really hate it. So I feel like mm -hmm. it's a very, you know, I, I can be a person who can be really fun, party on a bike, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, and I can really get you going, but I also <laughs> can be extremely exhausting as well. <laughs> wow, that is like the perfect answer. Like, I, like one that I don't think I can beat. No, you can, you can absolutely. This is well, not that this is a competition, yeah, you know, competition. but like, yeah, everything's a competition <laughs> with M and M. Um, but oh my gosh, that is so true. Yeah, I was very jealous that no one's ever described me as a spin by a spinning class. So I've decided I was like, well, I'm just gonna call myself a spin class because I am a spin class. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know, roller coaster ride. Now, oh, you know, at some point, you know. Uh, at at some points in my life, not of course in my wisdom years mm -hmm. now, mm -hmm. you know, I've been, you know, maybe attuned being a roller coaster. Like it's like all this anticipation and excitement and then the yeah. adrenaline and the thrill. And then maybe you get a little nauseous going around the course, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it all levels out in the end. You know, the real question though, if you are a true roller coaster aficionado, but yeah. you're like, we're not from the same state. So this, Correct. this might be a little bit difficult, but six okay. flags, which I think there's yes. six flags in your area, right? Mm -hmm. Which roller coaster ride are you? Are you the classic? Are you the Superman? Are you the Batman? Like, which one are you? It's just getting too deep. <laughs> well, it's not getting too deep. However, mm -hmm. I can't answer the six flag because I live um, close to, I'm in Pennsylvania, yep. just to clarify. Yep. Um, and I live close to Cedar Point, which is in Ohio. Oh, and okay. We have this, they have this coaster called the Dragster. Yeah. That you wait in line for two and a half hours yeah. on a good day. Yeah. You don't have the little, the jerk pass. No, they pay don't. extra money and then you can just cut everyone. I think they do have that for that right. one. Um, but like, let's just say you're not right. one of those. You're okay. one of the little people. Okay. Two and a half hours in this line in the minimum yeah. for literally a four second ride. Mm -hmm. okay. You go, I, you know, for anybody listening who's a Cedar Point fanatic, mm -hmm. please correct me. Mm -hmm. But you go something like 409 feet, literally straight up in the air. And then you go over you and you go. 409 feet straight down. That's the kind of coaster girl I am. I love it. I love it. And I, 
I clearly need to, I experienced you and your roller coaster, but I need to actually experience <laughs> the actual roller coaster. There's a little bit of a corkscrew going up. I love it. Everything. And a little bit of a cork going down. I have a feeling that might have something to do with the physics behind not falling off the rack, yes, the rail. Yeah. yeah. But I, I'm, I'm a social worker. I don't know anything about that, but yeah, all yeah. I know is you're sitting in the car and yeah. they say three, two, one, and then boom, and boom you are yeah. off, you are up, you are down. Yeah. I love that. That is a great description. I really like that. Uh-huh. It's the coolest coaster ever. Well, now I, I found that. another coaster fan. So, mm -hmm. oh my goodness. Yes. And I haven't been for so long. It's so mm -hmm. sad. Yeah, the one in the Batman in New Jersey is amazing. And you like, it's basically imagine that you're on a chairlift. So you know how you usually like enter the car, your feet are on a platform. In yes. this roll coat on this one, now it's been a hot minute since uh -huh. I've been on the Batman in New Jersey at Six Flags uh -huh. in New Jersey, um, that your feet are dangling. And that oh, provides a whole different gosh. sensation. It it's amazing. It's amazing. Wow. I mean, it's All been right. a hot minute, but like it's been like maybe 20 something years since that one. <laughs> It's a, a double hot minute, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, but who's counting? So, mm -hmm. all right. So you are spin class. I'm going with roller coaster ride, even Excellent. though in my wise years, it might be more of the baby coasters, but that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So favorite spot you want a vacation to that, that you've never been. Oh, that I've never been your dream. So it'd be your dream vacation spot. My dream vacation spot. Oh, that would have to be uh, a tie between London and Italy. I've never been. I've been to Europe. I've just never been. Um, but I'm a huge, I love, I'm a big, I'm a big Anglophile first and foremost, mm -hmm, right? You mm -hmm. know, so when I do the whole London, you know, be very disrespectful and speaking in a British accent, which I will not torture the listeners today with my, torture <laughs> oh, my on. husband. Come no, on. It's terrible. My husband's like, can you please stop it? And it's like my favorite thing to do. Um, they might kick you out of the country. <laughs> I mean, I like, once I will tell a true story. So my friend and I, we were at, on the Cape and we entered um, a store it was like a British owned store on, uh -huh. in, on Chatham and in Chatham. And we were like, hello, like so obnoxious. And the people looked at us and they were like, that's actually um, really disrespectful to be making fun of the accent. And we're like, bloody hell. And they're like, okay, you, you really need to don't get this out of the store. We were so obnoxious. And to this day, we're like, and we're both social workers, we're like, we should have known better, but. <laughs> Yes. And then Italy, I am love Italian mm -hmm. food. My husband is a, a third Italian, but carries the Italian name. Mm -hmm. um, but I've been obsessed with Italy, the art, the architecture, right. just the music. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a big mm -hmm. opera fan. So mm -hmm. everything, Venice, take me Tuscany, everything. I just mm -hmm. want to live um, under the Tuscan life you know you know what was that under the Tuscan, under Tuscan sun, sun. Mm -hmm. under the Tuscan yeah. sun. Mm -hmm. I want to live that minus the mm -hmm. husband cheating on you and then you have to go and like live in Italy rebuild a house yes I don't mind the Polish people coming to help me though they were very cute too like in that in they were that. very sweet were yes so that was that uh, was such a great movie hey we yeah. should like integrate like favorite movies of all times in every episode because that's a really good one that's a very because mm -hmm. I would add my favorite, which would be Eat, Pray, Love. <gasps> Love the book. Mm -hmm. Did we talk about this? 
is how I felt like Elizabeth. I mean, felt like Julia Roberts yes. was the wrong casting choice. Yes, but yes, that's such yes. good. Like facts. Yes, that's a yes. great. Mm-hmm. E pray love because my favorite dream spot, mm-hmm. and obviously they were in Bali at the end. Um, but yeah. Fiji has <gasps> always been my, you know, even my coaching company. Yeah you know, is in a Fijian name, you know, Tabu Soro, which means never give up in Fijian. And I, everyone asks me all the time, like, oh my gosh, like you built a whole company over this name. And I said, yeah. And they're like, well, so what's your favorite spot in Fiji? And I'm like, I haven't been there yet. Um, But I'm going to get there one day. I love it. I love it. I kind of want to change my answer to Bora Bora because you just remind me of my obsession with Bora Bora, just because I want to eat mahi mahi and Bora Bora, but that's another story altogether. <laughs> <laughs> so basically you're just going to travel the world. Yes, basically. basically. <laughs> well, and there are some, um, you know, great folks that I've been following on Instagram. Um, and of course, I'm sure your email has blown up as much as my email has blown up over the last two years of everybody with their new products and their new marketing platforms. And we're going to talk right. about all that over this season. Yeah. Um, but just about this concept of being a digital nomad and, oh. you know, traveling and doing virtual work and, you know, being able to go to London and Italy and Bora Bora and Fiji and, yeah you know, and still being able to connect maybe yeah. at two in the morning, wherever you are, but yeah. you still be able to connect with your people mm-hmm. um, and still work. So yeah. it's such like, I don't know, almost this romanticized version of doing what we do. Uh, I, know. I could do it in Tuscany. And I, well, you know, it's funny when I was taking getting my master's in public health, I did the online program and I actually was in Paris for a week while I was still taking classes. And mm-hmm. I just felt that it was so cool. And, but, you know, we have, and maybe this is when we talk about it, um, about being a digital nomad is that, uh-huh. you know, how we're restricted though, with our licensure. So that's the only frustrating exactly. part, but mm-hmm. I would love to be in, you know, everywhere, anywhere. Mm-hmm. Doing um, the work that we do. Yeah. 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 It is self care. Traveling self-care, is self care. And you've been a lot of places, which I think is super mm-hmm. cool. So, yeah. um, all right. So, last question biggest fear. We're going to go to fears now about doing this podcast. Oh, this is going to be part of um, the imposter syndrome. Like, who yeah. am I? Who, who am I, and not in a Jean Valjean kind of way, but uh-huh. who am I in that to feel like I, like what I say, what I do, mm-hmm. what I bring to the table is mm-hmm. worthy enough, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's such a great answer though. And yeah. I remember feeling that last year yeah. and I'm not going to lie and say showing up for season two and now like, yeah. you know, we're going to have our own like fancy schmancy YouTube channel so everyone can see our smiley faces. Um, Definitely getting Botox now. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, really, truly, what is it with the thousands, um, hundreds of thousands of podcasts that are out there? Yeah. Like what why, why me, why this, why now, you know, like those kinds of questions. And I think that, I think a lot of people undervalue what they bring to the table and just the impact that it has maybe on the population that listens. Yeah. Yeah. It's always, it always amazes me that when my clients come back 
from a session and they'll say, you know, something you said to me like really resonated. I'm like, oh crap, what did I say? I know, I, know, I do the same thing. I I'm do like, the same thing. And then I'll repeat it and I was like, wow, that was really, oh wow, that was really, I mean, yes, of course I did say that. And then I say these things all the time. That was just one little tidbit. There's sometimes, depending on the relationship with the client, that I will kind of be like, oh, and what was that fabulous statement? Like, you know, like kind of questioning, yeah. you know, oh, I did have a moment there. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yes. Um, so that, but I really do think that people show up at the right time, at the right place for the right reasons. Yeah. And that even if, you know, we can reach and this is going to sound like the starfish poem, but even if we could just reach a handful yeah. um, of individuals, then I think that we did our job. Yeah. A second fear I have to say yes. to add uh -huh. is that you're going to regret asking me. You can be like, this girl. Really? Yes, completely. Mike, do you, do you really know what you're getting yourself into? I mean, do you <laughs> really know what you're nope, getting yourself nope, into? No, nope. but see, that's part of the roller coaster ride. Yeah, well, that's true. Okay, great. Uh-huh. See, <laughs> I'm totally so part. glad I befriended a thrill seeker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's part of the adventure is we don't yeah. know. Right. Yeah. You know, um, but I think I know your character. I know the lens you come from. I know what you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. I know what your niche is, you know, in your field. And I think that's all I needed to know. Okay. And um, I was like, who can I have fun with? Like yeah. who's going to have fun and we're going to laugh, you yeah. know, even though some of the topics are kind of heavy that yeah, we're going to yeah. talk about. So yeah, yeah. So let's no. dive into like what the listeners have ahead for them. So which topic are you most excited to kind of like start picking apart? Honestly, the first topic. Like that is just my biggest, it is the thorn on my side. It is the, okay, I, that's a vile. I don't know any more idioms. Um, so <laughs> is this So where, what is the first topic? What, like, should I say the Don't title? leave them. Yeah. Oh, yes. And you have to give credit where credit is due for the titles. Okay. But we cannot use last names, by the way. Exactly. Um, no because, last names. Because apparently I am married to a spy. Um, so my husband... <laughs> He really, I, I think he really is. My niece and I had this whole thing that we would start asking him questions about like, so where were you at this time on this date? Because he's just very suspicious. But anyway, so my husband uh -huh. um, is, you know, very clever, unfortunately mm -hmm. for me. But fortunately, I, I'm glad that we were able to use his skill set yes. mm -hmm. for me as right. opposed to against me, which is usually the case. Yes. Um, so, so Joe, shout out to Joe. He came up with, um, a lot of our titles. Mm -hmm. uh, I appreciate that. But yes. Mm -hmm. So the first, the first one, which is called Hickory Dickory TikTok. Ah, I and wonder what that one's about. It is about the bane of my practice. Um, <laughs> it's TikTok. And I think this really came up naturally for both you and I, that yes, we were talking about how a lot in therapy sessions, I think actually we started testing each other about it. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, that because I was having clients come in and say to me, well, you know, I really think that you misdiagnosed me. And I was like, oh, okay. So what do you, what do you think your diagnosis is? And they're like, mm -hmm. 
I really feel as though I am bipolar. And, but they will say, they wouldn't say bipolar. They will start listing out certain of, you know, mm-hmm. the symptoms. The criteria. The, the criteria, mm-hmm. correct. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then like sitting there, I'm like, what have you? And then they're like, oh, well, so I was listening to this TikTok. And, all, and, and it mm-hmm. just became a pattern mm-hmm. to the point where mm-hmm. finally one day someone was telling me ADHD had become the thing. And I just said to my client, I was like, can you just explain to me, who is this TikToker that you're listening to? That? Like, I mean, I mm-hmm. just, I just need to know. So that mm-hmm. really, and it really can negatively impact. Absolutely. Um, you know, mm-hmm. First of all, the therapeutic relationship, right? Because right. it undermines right. the mm-hmm. therapeutic relationship mm-hmm. where the client mm-hmm. really feels that they are, that they basically, basically you don't know what you're doing. And mm-hmm. then also it, also in the atmosphere, in the ether out there, mm-hmm. that you have mm-hmm. individuals who are self-diagnosing. And I've had mm-hmm. clients who work in EDs who've yes. had like people show up to the ED saying, well, mm-hmm. I have like, I have this symptomology based on right. a TikTok. Right. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yes. And then creates that doctor shopping and mm-hmm. like everything that we're going to dive into that comes right. with it. Right. Then later on in the season um, to go to my bane of existence mm-hmm. is we're going to expand from TikTok and we're going to include all of social media oh um, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> because, you know, I have some very strong feelings despite the fact mm-hmm. I believe it's a really good medium. It's a great platform. Yeah, a lot correct. of good comes from it. Yeah. Um, but I think there's some residual facts as well um, yeah. that come out of just social media. But we're going to launch with TikTok. Yes. And then yes. we'll get to social media in general yes. down the road, yes. down the road. Um, other ones you're super excited to dive into. Um, I think the one that you know, both you and I have been talking about uh, is the suicide piece. That's going to be yeah. a very serious one too. Yeah. Um, that is very concerning. I think that, you know, there is a piece of it where it, people are not well, we're still in a, we're still in a pandemic, much to the dismay of money and people do not necessarily believe it. We are still in a pandemic. I think mm-hmm. people are extremely stressed out. I think also mm-hmm. the, the expectations on youth. Um, so, Mm -hmm. oh, the title of that one is suicide in the time of a pandemic. Yes. So, um, really addressing that. I think it's a, it's a heavy topic. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's the heaviest topic that we have, um, over the course of all the topics. And I think it's come from me, like sending you article after article of, oh my gosh, yet another college athlete or yet another, you know, individual hit the news that, you know, on paper, like we said, beyond the smile, you know, on paper had everything together and those expectations were so high. So I think that's going to be a rough week, but I think it's a very important week to get that message out there. Yeah. Yeah. I agreed. And, you know, also, you know, how can, yeah, I don't pretend to know all the answers. And I think that's the the important Mm -hmm. part. You know, mm-hmm. I know that for me as a clinician, you know, I've certainly have had clients who have also struggled with this. And then mm-hmm. how do you, and it doesn't help that when they read something that someone who seems more perfect than them, right? Like Absolutely. To the, how they view it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, if they had, if they didn't have a future, why should I have a future? And it's right. just, right. Uh, yeah. Right. So, right. That is something. Yeah. Yeah. And that came out a lot with, you know, Kate Spade, Robin Williams, like those type of very predominant people. I heard a lot of that as well, but in the words of your, um, 
husband the spy <laughs> he's gonna get such a reputation by the end of this um that um only cats can achieve perfection and i know that we're going from a super heavy serious topic to something yeah. light and comical yeah. but yeah. there's a truth in mm -hmm. in some of the other weeks we'll talk about setting realistic expectations mm -hmm. and like the fact that you know perfection doesn't really exist yeah. and that yeah. we're all in the words of Brene Brown, perfectly imperfect. And, yeah. you know, you know, I'm a recovering perfectionist and mm. striving to be a good enoughist, um, <laughs> you know, and yeah. it is something that I think as a culture, yeah. we're sending that message. Yeah. I am. First of all, you, you have to do perfection. <laughs> Okay, I had five years of Spanish and I could never roll my R's and I always was knocked off. I'm not doing it here. <laughs> I couldn't resist that because it was in my head. Um, you know, but also just thinking of grace in the concept of perfection, right? And yes. that's, you know, mm -hmm. and one thing, you know, I've been working a lot on with myself, like yourself, like a recovering perfectionist. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like, just, just entering my first stage of recovery um is that like learn like how do I give myself grace in in right. those moments and I think right. that as clinicians like there's you know there are times I think one of the things for me my trademark is vulnerability with my clients because mm -hmm. I think a lot of times people think oh you're in the you're in the chair you mm -hmm. know you mm -hmm. must know you never behave badly. You right. always, right. Use your, you yes. always use your mm -hmm. I statements when you're arguing with your significant other. Absolutely. I'm like, mm -hmm. no, that's not true. That mm -hmm. like, like being mm -hmm. able to, when I do have those moments being like, what does grace look like? Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that clients and sometimes even friends, which mm -hmm. is a pet peeve that I'm sure I will dive into at some point during mm -hmm. this um, season is like have this assumption that you have all this book knowledge. Yes. And that you quote unquote fix people or help people right. on their path uh, yeah. every single day. Yeah. That your life should be a hundred percent together. Yeah. Oh, family too, by the way. You this clients yeah. and friends. Mm -hmm. Family. My family is the worst. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah. and I think yeah. there creates some shame there. Yeah. And it's not just with clinicians. I mm -hmm. think it's anybody. You know, I have some CEOs, you know, that I work yeah. with that are like, I can run this great, this great company. Yep. But, but leave me to my own devices and my own brain. Yeah. And, you know, I can create havoc very easy. Yeah. And I, yeah. I will say this that there are times when I remember I had a, a very good uh, friend of mine who was, um, in the helping profession, I won't say what they if I ever come across this, I'm like that jerk. Um, and I remember having dinner with them, and they were like, and they were in this hot mess. The red flags were everywhere. Yep. Red yep. flags were everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I'm just sitting there looking at them, and this is someone who was older than me that I esteemed, like uh -huh. I looked up to. And uh -huh. in my head, I was like, how is this happening? That you don't you know, like girlfriend, you're in the field, like don't you mm -hmm. recognize? So like even myself, I need to check myself about that. Right. With, especially right. when you're mm -hmm. surrounded by your own totally. colleagues who are yep. mm -hmm. also therapists, and yep. you know. Yep. So yeah. So again, it's that that grace.
exactly yeah. giving yourself grace so so i think we start with some some topics that like we talked about um the suicide topic and realistic expectations and perfection mm -hmm. um and you know really start with a lot of things that you and i are seeing friends family clients yeah. or culture really struggling from yeah. but then one of the takeaways we had talked about and really wanting to integrate is kind of mid-season starting to make that shift and mm -hmm. of course we start with self-care yeah but you want to let you want to let us know what joe's title is for that because you know hey that's one of my favorites and oh is it um is this the one finding your passion in rocket life or the other one no nope. self-care <laughs> no, no. is the self-care is the it's greatest one. middle finger of all time <laughs> oh, no, yes because I mean, I think if someone says to me, like practice self-care, I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, if you say yeah. that to me one more time, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That is actually one of my favorite ones too. I thought I was yeah. thinking of the one about intense. That was the passion one is a, at a circus. We're yeah. always intense. Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So when we get to the middle, yeah. Yeah, it's sorry. like, we'll dive into, you know, that topic of self-care that I think yeah. everybody really preaches and yeah. not a lot of us follow yeah. um no matter what field you're in and yeah. then really get into you know finding your passions and yeah. finding your people and yeah. you know really being able to live that life in which you thrive which yeah. is you know i think a lot of people feel like okay this is the best it's gonna be yeah and i challenge that like mm -hmm. i don't now once again there's that fine line like right. Well, why can't it be good enough? Well, it can yeah. be good enough if yeah. this is where you want to be. Like yeah. you're not seeking perfection. No. But you also don't have to settle for. Yeah, exactly. Good and I, it's enough. It's amazing, you know, thinking about the whole self-care piece, just how many times like people just have no idea what they like and what they they forget, mm -hmm. you know, they forget mm -hmm. about it. They're like, I mm -hmm. I they they're like, oh, mm -hmm. I go to the gym. And like listen. Yeah. Self-care, my self-care is a gym, but sometimes it is not my self-care. Okay. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's not enough. And so, like, what right. what does that right. and the right. guilt that comes with it too? Yeah. Oh, okay. totally. Especially, especially y'all mothers. All right. See, I'm not a mother, so I can say y'all mothers. <laughs> It's like, oh, well, you know, I shouldn't, but that, I'm mm -hmm. like, no, well, you're taking a whole yeah. other human being. Y'all need to be taking care of yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And that's interesting because I was going to bring that up as a single mom and mm -hmm. my daughter's 23 now, but mm -hmm. um, been a single mom since she was four. Yeah. And um, then you get to 23 and even though she's launched and she's doing her gig and she's yeah. doing her thing, yeah. you know, people ask me all the time, well, what do you do for fun? And I was like, raise a kid and I work, yeah. you know what I mean? So I think when you talk about motherhood and single parents, yeah. whether you're a single mom or single dad yeah. and what does self-care look like yeah. that? And that's a really tough question. Like yeah. what's your hobby, um, sleep mm -hmm. or travel? Mm -hmm. Well, you can't do that all the time. Right. Or and wine and wine is not self-care. <laughs> I know that we like to think about it as self-care, but listen, and, but wine is not our self-care. Now, not. I know that yeah. this episode will not be released. Um, we're going to start releasing them midsummer so that yeah. we can do boom, 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 boom. Yeah. But today, yeah. when we are actually taping this, today yeah. is, I got to double check the date. Today is Wednesday, May 25th. Yeah. Today is National Wine Day. Oh, <laughs> 
okay. Well, that's good. So for for all of you listening to this in July or August or mm-hmm. after, mm-hmm. I still think it's okay to celebrate National Wine Day because no, that's when go. we taped it as we're drinking tea no, um, other, this morning. It is in the morning. It's so funny. Some podcasters, there are times like, like they're totally drunk on their podcast. I'm like, it's so <laughs> unprofessional. Uh-huh. Um, but yes, it is It is nine o'clock or 9.37. And so there is no wine. Okay, National Wine it Day. It is that's National great. Wine Day. Yes. Yes. So we have a really, really fun season planned yeah. and it's going to culminate um, since, as we've both stated, we're in different states. It's going to culminate on a beach someplace taping at the same place, yes, um, I love it. which is, I think, probably the most ingenious of these plans besides a set time for us to connect every week. Exactly. Is, this will hey, not be a nude beach. Just I just need to clarify, right? Oh, no, no. Hi, this is on YouTube. This is on YouTube. All right. See what I tell you. you. We don't want to scare people. (laughs) Or get, you know, an NC-17 rating. Okay. I know exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So anything else that you want the listeners, you think they need to know before? I mean, today was just kind of an overview and getting to know our personalities, but anything else that you think you want to share before we dive in next week? I think that just buckle up, enjoy the ride. And, you know, I think that this is going to be really fun. I I really think, I mean, already I I could see you looking at the time. I'm like, story time. So when I was walking down, (laughs) that's such a habit of mine. I, And that's one thing for those listening, like we said, okay, people only have 20 minute attention spans. We're going to stay to 20 minutes. But then I was like, no, we're just going to be organic. But it's such a, I think a therapy thing to like, look at the time and to like, to make sure you're on time. So, oh my gosh, no, oh no, story away, story away. I I love me a story. Um, But no, I just, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I am patient, you know, I was going to say, no, we will be appropriate. And yes, absolutely. Like, I will try to monitor my language. You know, I am the pirate therapist. I curse like a pirate (laughs) sometimes. So I will try to be mindful in those moments. Well, you can be the pirate. I will be poised and we'll have a perfect (laughs) balance at the end. Yeah, no, I'm super excited. It's fun. Yes, yes. Well, it's been great launching um, and having the listeners get to know you a little bit more than they did last season and just mm-hmm. kind of giving an overview mm-hmm. of um, what the season's going to look like. And yeah. I'm super excited to like get into some real topics, you know, yeah. when we dive in next week. So I want to thank everybody for listening and for being a part of season two episode mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. of beyond the smile real talk with real people if you like the episode please feel free to like subscribe share with friends um follow us on social media everything will be in the show notes um, but we'd love to hear from you and if there's a topic we didn't talk about today but you're really really interested in let us know and um i think by now you've realized that uh, we're super flexible and we'll probably pick up um, on the fly and integrate it in if we can 
Yeah, we are nimble, nimble. We are nimble, we are nimble. <laughs> so until then, everybody take care of you. Um, and uh, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Beyond the Smile, Real Talk with Real People. Mm-hmm.